Welcome back to another amazing episode of the Elite Seller Show. Today, I have my good friend on Sumner Hobart with the amazing escape plan. And in today's episode, we're definitely going to be talking about something that probably hasn't been discussed on many other podcasts. And that is Pinterest ads and Etsy ads, the benefits to them, what they can do for your Amazon listing, what they can do for your keyword conversion, and how they can drive unique sales traffic to your business. So Summer, tell us a little bit about Pinterest. Thanks for having me on. Excited to be here and dive into all things Pinterest. So Pinterest is kind of, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can kind of use this tool for your business, whether it's, you know, whether you're on Amazon or not. And specifically what I kind of you know specialize in or what I've kind of used and, and been testing a lot of is specifically Pinterest advertising, which is obviously one part of Pinterest. Essentially, of course, as we know now, especially more than ever before, as you very well know, Joshua, that Amazon loves to see kind of diversified traffic from different sources. So Pinterest, Google, you know, Reddit, Twitter, right? Other sources, Pinterest being one of those. Essentially what you can do to keep things simple for those who aren't as familiar with Pinterest is you'll create what's called a pin. So that's just Pinterest form of content. So, you know, Instagram post, Facebook post, it'd be a Pinterest pin, okay? Which is a vertical, mainly image. You could also create video, which is a little bit newer, but traditionally it's more of like this image visual that would relate to your product. So it'd be some sort of like product lifestyle image, maybe be a white background with a little bit of text. Mm -hmm. So pretty simple to create using a tool like Canva, having your designer create it. So you'll create this graphic, create a Pinterest business account, once you have your business account, go ahead and take that graphic that you've created, upload, you can just create that single one. You have one pin on your one account, it's totally fine. And then what you can then do, since you have a Pinterest business account, is promote that pin. So Pinterest advertising is technically called promoted pins. And what you're going to do is take that piece of content and then you can target specific keywords as well as interests on the Pinterest platform. So it's kind of an interesting mix. If you kind of think about like, you know, with Facebook, obviously and Instagram, very interest-based targeting versus, you know, Google, which is also, you could also target interests and audiences, but can be known for targeting very, very specific keywords. You can kind of do both within the Pinterest platform. Mm -hmm. So you can kind of promote it to a specific audience and then you'll have a link in your pin where whenever someone clicks on it, they can direct them um, directly then to your Amazon listing. If you have a Shopify site or other kind of you know, website, can send them there. For us right now, we're testing with our Etsy shop, just kind of, because we know that there's a, a very kind of good marriage between Etsy and Pinterest specifically. So we're kind of testing that as of right now, it's still fairly new. Mm -hmm. So you can direct it kind of wherever you want. But one of the benefits, I know, because it's mainly a lot of Amazon sellers listening to this is, and from our testing, we've tested kind of setting traffic to our website versus Amazon. Mm -hmm. And we've seen significantly more traffic, the same kind of targeting budgets, everything sending traffic to Amazon, which has a much you know greater kind of do domain authority. So we kind of figured that's part of the reason why um, it performs a little bit better if you're sending traffic to Amazon. And I can go a lot more into our product research strategy and launch and everything, but it's been a huge part of our launch strategy and we run Pinterest ads all the time. So that's just kind of the overview of kind of how we utilize Pinterest ads. And then I can just kind of touch on a few benefits that a lot of people aren't aware of with Pinterest advertising specifically. Okay. So one with the Pinterest platform, it's over 40% of users are there with purchase intent compared to the next highest social media platform, which is Facebook with 17%. So significantly higher percentage of users are using the platform with purchase intent. Really? So instead of, so you think like, oh, well, Summer, why don't I just run like Facebook ads if I target interest? There's a much larger audience because there's fewer people there to buy, which is pretty common sense. But if you, if you, and for those of you who've already used Pinterest, it's pretty obvious. You're like, okay, yes, I, I can see. Um, it's, it's much easier to sell directly to individuals. Right. And that's what, you know, Ali and I, and, and kind of our team, we're all about is a lot of this low hanging fruit. 
just kind of where can we spend the least amount of you know time and resources and you know capital and ultimately gain the best results back and we found that pinterest ads is kind of one of those unique places and that's one of the reasons another is the number one um, social media platform with the highest average household income is linkedin number two is pinterest mm -hmm. So you can sell more expensive products on Pinterest. Oh, absolutely. Uh, premium products. And, and really one of the things to consider as well is that Pinterest is still a fairly kind of niche platform overall. It's not as, it's not nearly as large as some of these other like Facebook or Instagram or YouTube. So not all products will perform well on Pinterest. And I was, oh, I'll just run ads and it'll, it'll perform well. Mm -hmm. You'll have to kind of see if your audience is there, it'll be pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. If you don't see any of your competitors there, if you don't see, you know, any kind of content even relating to your topic, mm -hmm. then it may not be the best fit. Like just as a random example, you know, fire extinguisher, if you're going to run an ad for a fire extinguisher on Pinterest, probably wouldn't perform well. Um, where if you're, you know, I don't know, man, you, if you had a very unique fire extinguisher that like maybe shot out like candy corn or something like that, or, or, or cotton candy, maybe that might have something for like birthday parties. But it, it sounds like what Pinterest is really good at is helping you find a unique curated audience that already has an interest with buyer intent, uh, because they're obviously liking these pins. They're, they're collecting these pins, I guess, is that the expression on Pinterest? And, uh, at certain points in time, you can easily advertise those people because they already show that they've had a massive interest in it. They have higher buyer intent than you would find on Facebook with a 40% buyer intent versus 17 on Facebook. And then being able to easily target those people and get them interest either to get them to click on your Amazon listing or click over to your Shopify. You can either retarget them at a later point in time, maybe collect some information and build these very curated, very niche lists. So I would imagine in what you've just said, when it comes to me too products in the marketplace that they actually suffer uh, heavily on Pinterest while they may do great on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And for all those reasons, and yeah, there's, a, like I said, there's a, it's a, it's kind of this tool, right? And actually, well, really it's a search engine. Um, Pinterest is a visual search engine. You can kind of think of YouTube as a video search engine. You go there to search for more visual based content. And as the platform kind of grows and evolves, that may change over time, but still that's really kind of the crux of Pinterest overall. And like I said, it can be used for a lot of different tools and, and even advertising, you can use it in a lot of different ways to directly, you know, kind of grow a list. You can also run retargeting ads on Pinterest as well from your existing kind of audience and traffic. Um, obviously with Amazon specifically, it's a little bit more limited in terms of, you know, retargeting and, and collecting your consumer data. Obviously if you have your own website and you're able to kind of do that a little bit better. Um, yeah. There, then that kind of opens up, you know, a lot more opportunity, but even, even without a landing page and, and, and collecting email or anything like that, just direct, you know, from Pinterest to Amazon, that alone works really, really well. And then also with this kind of what I would consider an overall kind of higher quality audience compared to some other platforms, you're also going to usually experience a lower cost per click. Our average cost per click, just with our very simple basic strategy, we get about 11 cents, 11 cents per click. So very, very, very low because many people aren't utilizing Pinterest yet. Obviously costs will go up as advertising kind of increases. Yeah. So I know very low com compared to a lot of other, and we get, I mean, and it's not just like we get like, you know, 10 costs per click or cost per conversion cost per click per click. Okay. Okay. So does it operate like other platforms as well with like impressions, cost per click, co cost per conversion, reach, things like that? Yes. Overall. Yes. I will say the one thing that changed as of it's not really that new, but newer as of this year is that just like with Facebook, there's different objectives that you can choose for your kind of promoted pin. Mm -hmm. One could be conversions. If you have the Pinterest tag installed, for example, on your website, then you can do that. If you're just running direct to Amazon, then you don't really have that. Your really main option is just traffic, basically, um, you know, clicks. So you ultimately pay per click. Mm -hmm. And before you would pay for, per outbound click. 
And as of 2021, you now pay per click to your pin. Mm -hmm. So for example, if someone wants to kind of read more of your description section, because you can have with your pin, just kind of keep it simple. You have your visual. Mm -hmm. With that also, you have your title, your um, description, and then your link to wherever it goes. So if someone clicks for more information, like they want to see more of the description of your pin, you now pay for that click for someone to, and that's not really any way around that. Not, not as great for the advertiser. You can still measure the, your outbound clicks. A little bit difficult to do, not very difficult to do. You just look at your table and you can see a column you know, in your reporting that says outbound clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, so like our outbound clicks now, so we were paying like 11 cents per outbound click, meaning click directly to our Amazon listing or our Etsy listing. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's around 20 cents, which is still very, very low. You know, we're seeing, we always see a fairly large increase in sales overall. And we do a lot of kind of calculating to kind of estimate when it comes to Amazon or Etsy, just because there's a little bit less data that we have in terms of direct kind of, here's how much I spent on advertising, here's how much profit I ultimately generated and all that. So uh, I think a really interesting question is what originally drew you to Pinterest to go on there and just play around with the advertising platform? Because this is in the Amazon space, it's kind of unconventional. Most people either stick to PPC or they stick to Facebook or they'll stick to Shopify. And then you have this outlier that's kind of like unknown because Personally, when I first heard about Pinterest many years ago, I was like, I don't even know what this website is. I have no idea what it does. And, I, and I'm not really interested in 90% of this stuff. It's just like a, an image gallery. It's, it's almost like Reddit, but with less engagement, right? So it's just a bunch of images and I'm just like, I'm just scrolling for days and it just never really seemed to interest me. But then more and more over time, I started hearing about it as a advertising platform. So what originally drew you there in the first place to go explore Pinterest? So I was a Pinterest user kind of in the past, more than actually in high school. For whatever reason, I was just so, super big into all different like, you know, quotes, history, um, facts, things like that, which is probably not the most common use case. My wife is also a, a fairly large user. So we're familiar with Pinterest. A lot of people kind of aren't there. Like, I know I've heard about it, but I've never used it. I don't have an account. We had accounts. We were fairly familiar with the platform. And it wasn't until it was um, a guy named Joe Reichfeld, really, really great guy. He was kind of one who led me onto it. He kind of talked about, hey, here's all these different ways you can use Pinterest for just kind of organic traffic to your listing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Let me look more into this. So I started doing a lot more research on our our own in terms of creating pins. So just creating content basically on Pinterest and using that organic content to rank and to ultimately just drive evergreen traffic to our listings. And it was working well. And then we we heard about Pinterest ads and I'm like, and I just thought, you know, I had this Gary V moment in my head. Mm He talks all the time about, he, you know, he ran his parents' liquor store business mm-hmm. and he grew that business uh, on the back of Google ads. I mean, Google ads are still a great platform. There's always opportunity. It's kind of like, you know, in real estate, when the market goes up, mm-hmm. there's, there's opportunity there, just like more scarce mm-hmm. than when the market crashes, there's opportunity everywhere yeah. to kind of invest. Um, so there's always opportunity with Google ads now, but there's even easier and kind of lower cost per clicks, things like that, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. So it made me think about Pinterest. I'm like, okay, no one's using Pinterest. I'm super curious. It's the same reason I'm, I'm looking right now into TikTok ads, which is a whole other thing that I'll be testing. But the fact that no one was there is why I started looking into it. Mm-hmm. So when I learned more about, you know, Pinterest overall with obviously higher um, average household income, people are there with purchase intent. And then also with ads, another cool thing that I forgot to mention, that's, that's also another really great kind of aspect of when you advertise on Pinterest mm-hmm. is like I said, it's a, it's a search engine. And you mentioned it's like, oh, it's kind of like Reddit, but with less engagement. I'm like, it's technically social media, but you really aren't using Pinterest to socialize. You're using it as a search engine for the most part to research information for planning purchases and things like that. Mm-hmm. So because of that, it's, you know, very co- kind of content heavy and less kind of, you know, social. Yeah. What you can do if you're strategic is take some of your top, you know, you want to rank well, obviously on Amazon with your products, of course, mm-hmm. you want to maybe also rank well on Google with some of your blog content or press releases or whatever it might be. 
It's also a good idea to maybe rank well on Pinterest, which is probably one of the easiest platforms since it's still, I mean, people are starting to know about it a little bit more, still fairly easy. And a great way to rank on Pinterest is with Pinterest ads, kind of indirectly, because unlike with Facebook, right? If you run a Facebook ad, you're running the ad, you turn that ad off, at least in ads manager, and then it basically disappears. Yeah. Unless you're boosting a post, for example, then it kind of lives on. With Pinterest ads, as you're kind of promoting your ad and driving traffic, mm -hmm. you'll um, actually start to get more saves. So people kind of people who like it, they might save it to one of their boards, mm -hmm. which again is another kind of Pinterest term, but basically, basically kind of like saving it for later, saving it to their own um, kind of repinning is what it used to be called. Mm -hmm. As you're running ads, that's happening along with obviously driving traffic and people ultimately going to your, to your um, Amazon listing, purchasing all that. Um, and when you turn your ads off, then, sorry, my cat is like right here. No, 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 this is great, man. I love, I love having extra guests on the podcast. Yeah, she's been wanting to go outside. Okay, so yeah. So when you turn off your ads, all those saves and those, you know, those repins stay there. They don't go away. So that's another great way to where oh, that's, that is super neat. Yes. So that's, what's great is you're driving traffic and kind of increasing rank on Amazon. And then indirectly could also be increasing rank on Pinterest to where, for example, someone types in whatever it was, let's say candy fire extinguisher was our example. Someone types that into Pinterest and you can be the, the, the first pin that shows up in the search results. Mm -hmm. And then that link goes to your Amazon listing. Well, that's great. So you're kind of getting the benefit from the direct kind of paid traffic as well as that indirect kind of evergreen traffic. So again, like I said, I could go down a whole rabbit hole into a lot of other reasons, but those are kind of the big reasons to consider using Pinterest. Also, I find that there's a huge, this is, this is similar with Google ads as well. Mm -hmm. Like you mentioned, and this is totally true. I know this too, and I'm, I'm pretty big in Amazon PBC myself, of course. Mm -hmm. There's a large overlap between, you know, the Amazon PBC overall kind of like structure, you know, with keyword targeting mm -hmm. as there is with Google ads and then also with Pinterest ads. So like I mentioned, you can target, you know, interest, but you can also target keywords and you can target keywords in exact phrase and broad match. You can utilize negative targeting. You, you know, you set your bids, all of that. It's fairly, I mean, not, not that it's the same or even like identical, but there's a lot of overlap to where if you're already using Amazon PVC, in my view, I'm like, like there's a little bit of a learning curve to learn Google ads and then also learn, you know, Pinterest ads. Right. But the transition is just, it seems like it's super easy. It's just, yes. you're essentially, you know, turning left instead of doing a uh, hard U-turn and trying to have to retrain yourself on it. What you mentioned that I found extremely interesting was that with, before you even started doing Pinterest ads, right. On the Pinterest business account that you saw a massive boost in your organic traffic. What was the substantial increase that you saw from just doing your Pinterest pins to your listing? What was the organic boost that you saw there? And then what was the organic boost after you started doing advertising? Unfortunately, you'd have to ask my wife on that. My wife handles all of the graphic design, pinning all the organic side. I do a lot more of the advertising side. Okay. She was the one who kind of was like, Hey, you should look more into advertising. That's when I started. I know we got a fairly large boost in terms of the overall numbers. I wouldn't know that information off the top of my head, but I do know from the advertising side, yeah, we get, I mean, hundreds of clicks, you know, qualified clicks for very, very low cost per click. I mean like 11 cents. So it's very, very um, profitable in that regard. I will say though, also though, in terms of kind of the organic, it's not just like, Oh, I'll create some pins mm -hmm. um, and I'll just go viral. I remember this distinctly though, because Ali, you know, showed it to me like when it happened, there's one pin that we created not too long ago that within, it was like 20 minutes, we had like 2000 impressions. I forget like a few dozen, you know, clicks, you know, to our listing and all of that. That's insane. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. So there's certain pins that will just take off and there's others that will not take off at all. So, and that's true, I guess of anywhere, but it's an interesting platform though, that 
we've noticed kind of a lot more variability. Like we've just seen certain content just kind of like skyrocket and others just kind of sit there. So, you know, if you are going to kind of utilize the, the, obviously it was even more likely to go viral, you know, easier, you know, a year ago, two years ago, three years ago, of course, when there's less competition, um, still have the opportunity now, but like I said, we now more heavily use the advertising side just cause we have seen kind of the organic start to go down a little bit, mm -hmm. but we have, we, we teach, you know, uh, Pinterest, like I said, my wife handles all the organic side. I handle all the advertising side, like on Udemy. And we have students, we just had a student like mention, I went from like a thousand views a month to 300,000 views a month. And again, I don't know ultimately the clicks and then from the clicks, the conversions and all of that, but definitely many, many people have seen really substantial, but the key is obviously uh, you need to have products that kind of fit well within that platform. Right. Obviously very niche products. Not, you're not just coffee cup holder or something like that. And just a different color variation. What's truly going to make it unique. Is it insulated? Does it cool down? Does it warm up your coffee? Does it keep it at a steady temperature? Things like that. What I think is probably one of the most interesting aspects that you mentioned so far about Pinterest is the ability to have these custom curated ads. So I'm curious about the advertising strategy uh, when it comes to Pinterest, because on other platforms such as Facebook, when you're trying to drive traffic, especially cold traffic, you're usually offering uh, deep discounts, rebates, anything, whether it's like 50% upwards to 100%, maybe even a little bonus on top of that on Facebook. With Google, it's definitely a completely different strategy. Are you getting more organic purchases directly off of Pinterest? And how do you go about curating the ad copy specifically to tailor to the audience? Yep. So overall with kind of ad copy and then obviously the, the visual, which is super important, we, we definitely don't shy away from including the price point there because mm -hmm. we don't want people who are just window shopping. Like we want people who are, there's one school of thought where, you know, some people will say, Hey, Sumner, if you include like a link to Amazon and people can see that as well as your price point that might deter, right? And we're like, no, you know, we don't want people to click on our ad. We want to get the right people to click on our ad and the wrong people to not click and not pay for that. So that's one thing is just a side note that I think a lot of people are afraid to do is include the price. Um, we like to do that in our description right there, kind of toward the beginning, just so people know, Hey, this is, if you're interested in buying this, go ahead and click on this. So that's one, but overall, right. And it also serves as a deterrent as well too. So if they see it and they see the price, they're not obviously going to click on it. You get an impression, but they're not going to, you're not going to have to pay for that click because they're just going to be like, I already know how much it costs. I'm not interested. I'm going to pass. Exactly. Exactly. We want to get those people kind of out. So that's just a side little note of, of one thing that we do and we'll create usually multiple pins and kind of test click through rates and things like that. But what we do is, like I said, because we indirectly also want to rank on Pinterest. We kind of have those both goals. One, help and assist with the ranking on Amazon of new products, as well as just ongoing, just kind of sending that ongoing traffic. It's super low cost per click, very, very low budget, just to Amazon to kind of keep and maintain that ranking. So that's one. And then number two is ranking on, on Pinterest. So what we'll do, and again, Ali does a lot more of this in terms of actual keyword research. Mm -hmm. It may just be, you know, whatever our top, if we go to our Amazon PPC report, for example, on Amazon, we go to our exact match campaign and identify our top sales driving exact match keyword mm -hmm. or our top, you know, five, then maybe we'll create five pins in each pin and the visual kind of like in Canva is what we kind of utilize. Um, we'll have like a lifestyle image usually of our product. We'll have that phrase that we pull from either. We'll do some research on Pinterest. If not, we actually use our Amazon PPC data, take that keyword, place it in kind of like this title um, in the visual itself. Also make sure that keyword is present in our title and description. So ad copy and visual, because Pinterest algorithm can obviously read and detect any text in the pin. Um, also, we make sure it's in our pin metadata. So in the kind of when we're creating this image that we're going to upload, mm -hmm. we make sure that in the file name and the metadata of that image, also our main keyword is there to make sure that like 
because many other Pinterest users aren't utilizing this. It's a lot more kind of creative. It's not as much analytical. Right. So we're trying to you know dominate for a certain specific keyword. And obviously, usually when someone is searching for a specific product on Pinterest, we know you know what keyword converts really well, and we know that if our pin contains that same word that matches the user's search query, that they're more likely to convert ultimately for that pin for that keyword. So that's kind of how we go about. We have yeah, like I said, lifestyle image. We choose, and if we don't have a lot of data yet then we'll just use our common sense and say, okay, you know, we'll use some kind of tool. We'll identify some kind of, uh, you know, high converting keyword and use that if we don't have data, we'll use some kind of tool. No, that's pretty cool that you're obviously using external, uh, external tools to help you with that. Uh, what I would, what I think is probably the most interesting part is especially that you are tagging your own images with uh, the keyword that you want. And then that's going to help you get uh, higher search results in, in Pinterest. What would be an interesting discussion is the utilization of Pinterest when it comes to product launches and also product research. Have you found that you've been using Pinterest for product research as well, kind of reverse engineering the process and saying, okay, cool, I see a bunch of interest right over here, but there's no products on Amazon. How do I actually go about creating something like this? Or are you searching other platforms to actually do product research? Uh, 110%. I was told by a mentor of mine not to share any of this, but I'm, I'm all about sharing, you know, anything that we learn that's our whole process, we're kind of entrepreneurs first, like Amazon seller, e-commerce sellers first, whatever we find valuable, then we share. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely we use heavily Pinterest, Etsy, and then also Google keyword volume. With Pinterest and Etsy specifically, I love these tools. So a lot of times, basically what happens is, you know, we're trying to identify generally this relatively kind of, you know, high demand, low competition product opportunity. And that's not that difficult to do. So for example, we might find a particular um, product-based keyword either on Google or maybe also that we find using a, a tool you know, that we can see on Amazon. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, there's relatively high volume for this, but there's very low options on Amazon or maybe even like zero options. So we're like, okay, we've identified the opportunity. Now, how do we create the product, right? How do we create this candy fire extinguisher? And what we'll do is we'll go to Pinterest and AdSense and we're like, okay, what are the top selling? And we don't copy, we're using this purely for, for our creative process. But what are the top selling, for example, X product on Etsy, as well as what are the top saved pins or the the top kind of organically ranking pins on Pinterest, Mm -hmm. which are again, very kind of design heavy and very visual platforms. And we might use that as our basis of information. Oh, okay. So for whatever reason, I'm just making this up, but like the Chevron design on both Etsy and Pinterest are very popular. Hmm. That's interesting. So maybe what we'll do then is, so first identify the product opportunity. And again, how we do that. Again, there's a long kind of process, of course, mm-hmm. uh, that we have multiple, multiple, multiple uh, checklists and things that we go through. But overall, you know, relatively high volume, relatively low competition um, that we can easily and effectively kind of rank for uh, without any issues. And then we move to the next product and the next. We've identified the opportunity. Then we go in terms of designing that product. Um, we use heavily Pinterest and Etsy. And another side tip that I'll give, because um, like I said, we're, we're using Etsy more and more and we're actually looking to really grow our Etsy sales. Mm-hmm. With Etsy specifically, what's really cool, and again, it's just kind of how my brain works, but for a lot of products, especially for uh, top-selling products for a given keyword, you can actually estimate pretty close to the exact sales that that product has made over its lifetime. And then you can use that as kind of a uh, benchmark compared to other products on Etsy. So you can actually see which is the best-selling product on Etsy instead of just, hey, here's what's organically ranking. It must be the bestseller. You can actually find what is the bestseller And what you can do is you'll go into um, a particular Etsy listing. So go ahead and click on it. Mm -hmm. And then you'll have three data points. You have the total sales that the seller has made. You have the total reviews the seller has, and then the total reviews for that specific product. So reviews of the product divided by total reviews 
multiplied by total sales. I think I did that right. Anyway, you get what I'm saying. Then you get, it's still an estimate, yeah. but a fairly good estimate of the exact sales for that specific product. I can use that as a benchmark and you can see, okay, which of, for example, these top five ranking products on Etsy actually sells the best. Boom, you have that data. And then just take it a step further. Now you have kind of these top ranking pins. Maybe you have a lot of saves and you know those designs you have on Etsy as well. You can take those just as is, screenshot it even, you know, A-B test that. Uh, we personally use, I don't know how, you know, with Elite Seller or anything, but we personally have used uh, PickFu. So we'll kind of run an A-B test and just kind of see, you know, which design is preferred. Why is that the reason? And then that kind of helps guide and, and have really good quantitative data and also qualitative data on um, what design is best to move forward with. And again, that's really, I know there's all different kinds of products that people are launching. For some, maybe, you know, there's not as much an emphasis on design as there is like utility. But for us and our brand, that's a huge differentiator for us. Mm -hmm. What I find to be the most interesting aspect of this is the brand building uh, capabilities that you have on Pinterest and Etsy. Because I know that a lot of Amazon sellers, they definitely are starting to consider the final evaluation of their business, obviously having a brand, presenting all this to aggregators, and then selling your business. The unique aspect of this is to have a massive audience. Can you like create your own group of pins or like your own unique audience on Pinterest? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest with you, man. I have no idea how to navigate Pinterest. So I'm relying on you to tell me a little bit more about this. Can you, or is it like similar to the fact that you can create like Facebook pages and, and Facebook groups? Um, no, I, and I know that there was, I, I believe it was Facebook community or I'm sorry, Pinterest communities. Um, Ali knows a little bit more on that end, but it's really, no, it's very limited in terms of social, but you can create, you know, you talk about groups, but you can create boards. And within those boards, uh, there's pins, sort of like with YouTube, there's playlists. And within the playlist, there's videos. Um, so there's another way of just kind of grouping, um, another additional opportunity for more keywords. Mm. Obviously, it's a very keyword-heavy platform, just like any other search engine. Uh, but no, in terms of the social aspect, as of now, no, mm -hmm. there is not much. Again, it's it, like I said, it's kind of similar with YouTube in a lot of ways. YouTube with video, Pinterest with, with visuals that... I forget with our brand, we have very few, it's like a few mm -hmm. dozen, you know, followers, but some of our pins get, you know, thousands of impressions, you know, hundreds of clicks on some. It's really not, you know, as relevant in terms of kind of the follower mm -hmm. count. Obviously the social aspect, I think could be super valuable that just isn't there. But what we'll do is, like I said, we utilize kind of some different A-B testing. You can also just kind of have friends and family at a very basic kind of focus group look at the different designs and say, which is your favorite? What do you like or dislike? Do you like any of them? Mm -hmm. And kind of go you know, that way in the social aspect. But yeah, I'd say obviously the ability to link out because of that high buyer intent that they have, obviously 40% again on Pinterest versus 17 on Facebook or other platforms, that ability to link out to these unique pages, whether it's your Shopify store or your, uh, your Amazon listing is obviously going to be beneficial. What has your success been with linking out? Because I know that you definitely use Pinterest and Etsy hand-to-hand -hand in tandem for product research and also uh, product implementation and product launches, but what has been your success rate with linking out to like, let's say Shopify? Yeah. So we have noticed overall now our personal kind of Shopify site is a bit newer. Uh, I forget when we officially kind of, we've been still working on it, working on it, you know, like with lazy loading and, and improving some of the speed and other elements. But overall, we've clearly seen that driving traffic to Amazon or Etsy you'll with the same targeting budget, everything you'll see significantly higher, more impressions, more clicks, and ultimately results that way than directly to our Shopify site. It could be because we just have a newer site, not as much, you know, kind of uh, cred credibility and still kind of working on that. Because again, it depends on your goals or your objectives. Definitely for launch, I would 
recommend considering using Pinterest ads directly to your Amazon listing. However, once you kind of have, you know, you're pretty solidified and you're maybe running some other traffic, mm -hmm. consider then driving traffic directly to your Shopify site uh, or whatever website that you have. Mm -hmm. And what's really great is that recently Pinterest made it super easy with their app. They kind of have this plugin with Shopify that makes it very easy to sync the Pinterest tag in your website. So you can track everything. So obviously page views, uh, added carts, checkouts, purchases, and all of that. And obviously kind of use your website sort of like this net. And then instead of you know, driving all this traffic to Amazon, still higher quality traffic, even for a cold audience compared to some other platforms, still relatively cold traffic that may need to kind of get filtered through. Uh, you can kind of filter it through your website and then run the retargeting, whether it's Google, Facebook, you know, Pinterest itself, whatever, to, directly to your Amazon store right? Or specific listings. So that's kind of one way you could use it. Um, and then obviously that way it's much better because then you can really dial in and see exactly, you know, which specific, what I like to do is I like to have, you know, for every campaign that I have, I have usually kind of like one, to keep it simple, one campaign per top selling product that we have within that campaign, we'll have one ad group that's keywords and another ad group that's interests. So we want to make sure that those are split out Sorry, we'll have one campaign that's keywords and then one campaign that's ad groups, okay? So with our keyword campaign, we may test, you know, different keyword types, whatever that might be, depending on the product, but we might have one ad group or we might have multiple with different keyword types. So that's campaign number one, keywords. Campaign number two is interests. There, because with Pinterest, you can either choose a very, I recommend obviously, when, once you go to Pinterest and you're using the platform, you'll see that there are many kind of broad, like, for example, I think it's like home decor or like art, like I don't know, very general over overall um, categories. But you, what you can do is drill in. And of course, I recommend drilling as deep as you can go. That's as specific to your product as possible. And of course, if you that's a great way to tell as well, is Pinterest advertising right for me? We'll drill down in each of those categories. And if you don't see anything that's really, really relevant to your product, mm -hmm. then probably it may not be the best fit as of right now. Maybe as Pinterest evolves, it could be. Um, that's a great way of testing, but then you can choose different really targeted um, interests and each interest is its own ad group. And then as you're running traffic to, and you're able to track conversions to your Shopify site, you can see, okay, this ad group is you know profitably converting. Let's scale that up. This ad group is not. So we can kind of scale that down. Um, similar, obviously with, you know, with Amazon PVC or any other really paid advertising platform. But is it also showing you your reach when you drill into these categories, like your potential audience reach? Or is that, does that come afterwards when you start running your ads? I have to check on that. Because I, I think that'd be, that'd be something that would help like uh, clarify whether or not this is actually going to be something that could easily be, uh, be targeted to a niche audience. And to add a, a second question on top of that, what is the buyer quality that you see coming from Pinterest over to Amazon? Yeah, so we do see overall, because again, when tracking results with Amazon, our main primary goal is launch. So obviously, mm -hmm. And we've considered doing this, but we don't because we know it wouldn't be, it would be more of a case study more than actual effectiveness of just kind of solidifying and saying, Hey, let's just launch with Pinterest ads just to see. So no, no Amazon PPC, no anything, just Pinterest ads to track the direct kind of sales and everything. Um, and we haven't done that just because it's not as practical. And especially within that kind of like honeymoon period in the beginning, we wanted to kind of drive diversified traffic. So we'll kind of AB test turning Pinterest ads on, turning them off. And we've seen kind of based on our total spend with Pinterest ads compared to total profit generated per period, whether that's like a week on a week off or a month on or a month off, we definitely see higher profit mm -hmm. with Pinterest ads specifically, but also we make sure we're super, super targeted um, with our interests and our keyword targeting on Pinterest with low bids to make sure that, you know, even if there's some not as great quality traffic, you know, law of averages, it'll kind of average out 
um, and ultimately, you know, convert fairly well than if we had, you know, higher bids and then, you know, all of that. So, but it is more difficult. I know that there's Amazon attribution. We've used that and it's absolute, well, mm -hmm. it's absolute trash from when we used it. It was not helpful at all. Like, like we even tested, you know, kind of clicking on our own, you know, our own ad, purchasing on Amazon, everything, and like not recording um, conversion whatsoever. And mm -hmm. just starting like turn this, I remember it was this Google ad campaign that we're also using, turn it on and immediately got like two sales, apparently according to attribution, it was way off. Like we could tell that it was not effective. So we're like, okay, that's, but as that develops, that might be a better way to kind of track performance. But because it's a little bit more difficult to track performance, we, you know, focus on keywords and keyword ranking. If we're kind of, we were using more in the past, mm -hmm. um, kind of like a two-step URL or some kind of ranking URL with our um, kind of, our, our um, kind of final URL destination for our pins. Mm -hmm. uh, we now just send directly to, our, we don't want to kind of that or anything. We send directly to our listing. Right. Cause you obviously want that refer to show that you're coming from Pinterest over to Amazon instead of having it bounce off of another server and appear like it's uh, happening on Amazon. Uh, that's actually what I wanted to talk about to you next was uh, domain authority and obviously linking out from Pinterest to Amazon. So in your experience, what do you see as uh, some of the best URL types that have worked in the past outside of just direct linking to the product? Are you, are you just like taking the URL directly off of Amazon to your listing and just slapping it in the back end of Pinterest or using like a direct to product link? Or is there any other kind of uh, linking? Are you, obviously you're not rotating keywords anymore. You're, you're hyper-focused on a specific keyword, but what is the overall benefit of that that you've seen on your listing? Are you just getting like a massive spike in keyword conversion and uh, obviously add to carts and obviously impressions on your listing? Yeah. So overall, um, yeah, we don't do as much with, I, I'm sure it's a whole area to kind of learn even more in, in terms of the actual kind of URLs being utilized or the different types. It's direct to listing. So yeah, direct from pin to listing. And that's simple. And no, no two-step. We were using two-step in the past because I was like, okay, I want some way of tracking like, you know, keyword ranking. And if we're only using Pinterest ads, you know, for this specific kind of keyword, let's, let's kind of track. And that's a general sense of kind of performance with us. We do less kind of overall tracking with it in terms of like the specific kind of ultimate outcome. Mm -hmm. Cause our goal is kind of, you know, several, like I said, we usually use for like a, a product launch, obviously Amazon PPC, which is huge. And it's also huge because obviously our audience is on Amazon. Mm -hmm. We can track all of that results and we go heavy, heavy, heavy on that. And then additionally, low bid, highly targeted Google ads, low bid, highly targeted Pinterest ads and influencer um, outreach. And that's kind of our generally, and sometimes we'll throw in some like, you know, some rebates like Facebook and ManyChat. Mm -hmm but keep it very, very simple. And really, we just wanna make sure we're hitting on all those platforms and having that diversified traffic at that low kind of cost per click at that highly targeted. And then we would check, okay, are we ranking? And consistently time and time again, we've ranked for every single keyword that, you know, main keyword that we wanted to at that time, you know, unit session percentage, uh, something that we track, it stays fairly um, consistent. Mm -hmm. So it's not like ridiculously low. Obviously that could, you know, affect a lot of different things if your conversions are awful, um, but haven't seen a huge drop in conversions from sending direct from Pinterest during launch. So those are just the, we're overall kind of looking for that. And again, our heaviest is Amazon PPC. We kind of have those additionally to kind of, you know, help boost and get that additional kind of diversity to our listing. So, you know, our analytics for Amazon specifically are a little bit less, a little bit more limited than, than they otherwise could be. And that sounds impressive right there that you guys definitely have your own very unique approach to product launches using product research and product launches, heavily utilizing Pinterest and that you've honestly found this unique gold mine of an advertising platform that can not only get you quality audience, but high conversion and benefit not only uh, your Amazon listings, but benefit your brand, benefit your Pinterest account and your Shopify store at the same time while building this hyper curated audience that is definitely uh, motivated to buy. 
man, I, I can honestly say we could easily talk about this for like another 35, 45 minutes and go into like super detail, but to not, uh, to not have people fall asleep while they're listening to this. Uh, w- let's say we pick up on a part two. If you guys definitely want to hear Sumner come back for a part two with his wife, Allie, on all the unique subtleties of Pinterest and Etsy, we can definitely do that. Just comment below in the comments. And Sumner, uh, tell us how everybody can get a hold of you because I know that you have you built like a massive educational library on Udemy. Uh, tell, tell people how they can learn about all this cool stuff that you've obviously learned about over the years. Oh yeah, absolutely. And like I said, that's our goal is we, we do it first. Mm-hmm. We see, does this get results or not? And if it does, great, let's share it with the world. So we have our two main kind of free platforms, a lot of really in-depth videos on YouTube. You can find me at Sumner Hobart. You find me there, huge kind of library. Go to the search bar, search for any specific topic, and uh, there's a good chance I have something on that. Uh, we also have the Amazing Escape Plan Facebook group. If you have direct questions you want to ask me, um, that's a great way to kind of reach out. And then a step further from that, if you want kind of full everything in depth, we have several very, very kind of specific, very low-cost courses on Udemy and Skillshare that you can look for yourself. Just type in Sumner Hobart. Uh, we have one specifically on Pinterest. Like I said, uh, my wife, Allie, she's much more knowledgeable in the kind of the uh, Pinterest SEO side, uh, the graphic side, the organic kind of results. And then my end is more kind of that, um, the advertising background. But yeah, we have a few you know, very affordable courses there in case you're interested as well. Honestly, we're here to help in any way that we can. So Uh, If anyone has questions, yeah, feel free to reach out. Yeah, glad to have you, man. And guys, again, Sumner, that's S-U-M-N-E-R, not Summer, uh, S-U-M-N-E-R. You can find him on Instagram. Uh, You can check out his his YouTube. You can check out his Facebook page. You can send him a friend request. I sure did. And again, uh, his email is Sumner, S-U-M-N-E-R, at the Amazing Escape Plan. Sumner, thank you for being a guest on the Elite Seller Show. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for having me. Had a blast. No problem, man. Well, glad to have you back. And remember, guys, to head on over to EliteSeller.com. Check out our 14-day free trial. You can sign up for any plan. Make sure you use the code JOSH15. That's J-O-S-H-1-5 for uh, 15% off for life with the Elite Seller plan. And uh, we look forward to having you back next week.